When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info there's something something check out homework's morning sickness podcast at 98kupd.com thank you silence the voice uh, i just got an email from a guy that says i'm uh, not gonna mention my name please don't it's just his email anyway so i couldn't tell what it is uh jdrd70 at cox i don't know <laughs> it's i'm not gonna say it but uh he says he's a law enforcement guy and he says, however illegal it may be for you to call for the murder of someone through the airwaves, <laughs> and it is, uh, we in law enforcement would like to say we're behind you 100% and we'll fabricate the story if need be. Nice. That's all I needed all to hear, guys. law enforcement guys, guys you leave hear. one story, right? That's all I needed to hear from the law enforcement agencies of Phoenix, that they will lie for me if, in fact, somebody goes down in Turtlegate 2021. Yeah, I can't deal with it. We got some guys uh, nabbing kittens in my neighborhood, and uh, it, it, death can't come fast enough. He, That's he's serial like, killer yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's not killing them. Oh. He's taking them, and then they're finding them in places, like traps and things, and it's like something going on. There's only been a couple, and then one's like my cat got stolen. Everybody automatically assumes coyotes, and then there's like a video of some dude scooping up a cat. I don't know what he's doing. Well, we went to school with some guy that was like abusing cats. We did? Yeah. Who? Uh, this guy, Scott. Andy Lestock. Well, his buddy. I don't remember that. Yeah, let's see if I can pull it up here. Was he uh, same he was my grade. at Rhodes Junior migrated. High? Yeah. And he was killing cats? Remember at Dobson? Was oh, you didn't him. go to Dobson. But it was the Gilbert nerds. You guys came over to my high school and slaughtered our entire agriculture. I don't his, know what you're talking his about. Class. That was your class. That was my no, no, class. He had a class. <laughs> uh, came to school one day. And the enti- all the lambs and like stuff we had in agriculture had been butchered in the middle of the night, just wow. le- left for dead. They bloodied them. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, yep, I don't know. Exactly. You were exactly. was nowhere around. Some that. kid was killing cats in our school. The, yeah, but it was like years later. It was class. like uh, it was after. Oh, so we went it, to school we, with them. We went to school with them, but it was way after. I don't remember uh, this at all. This dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to see a picture of a guy from junior high. Man arrested in mutilation says he took 30 to 40 cats but didn't hurt him. He looks super familiar. It's public record. What's his name? Uh, Scott Andrew Graham. I don't know. He looks like he had a little problem. Allergic to cats. <laughs> What'd what? you say? He says he's Sag. A- oh, 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 Scott Andrew Graham. 
Go get him, Toledo. <laughs> All right. Tom Brenneman approved. All right, settle down. I thought you said the same thing. <laughs> Calm down, Kid Rock. We got this. SAG. His initials are SAG. Yeah. He said. I, I thought he said the other thing. That's yeah, what I thought. Blurted it out. Like in this day and age, even the cat killer is going to get you in trouble. I mean, you're right. The guy's a f- no question. But uh, yeah, holy cow! How about that? I didn't. I don't know him. If I did, I don't remember him, and that's good. Man, that's crazy. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Did you know him? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, he went to he went to my uh, elementary school too. Part, so party with him? Where'd nah, you go to elementary? I didn't really know him. Charisma. Charisma. Okay. Wow. I lived right by Charisma. He lived right on the street for me then. Yeah, he was in the neighborhood because we moved over by that school. Holy cow! I didn't know that. And that was years later. Yeah. And did you actually hurt him? Uh, it was like 2012, actually. So oh it was, yeah, it was way later. Uh, well, they're saying he admitted to taking, it the says cats, he was arrested he in the cat mutilation case. He admitted to taking up to 40 cats, but denied harming them. Well, that one just a couple of years ago where that lady called the cops said, hey, there's this guy standing here and he's uh, just taking a cat into the bathroom stall and he's having uh, sex with it. Come oh, on. Jesus. And he was. The cats and they had to do the poor vet had to do a, an exam on it. And it was, I guess this cat had been. Rectally violated. Veterinarians have rape kits. I don't think it takes much more than the look at the gape. <laughs> cats don't gape unless something terrible's happened. Yeah, that's cats had a thing in it. <laughs> that, that noise right there, and the guy's like, "What's this?" Come oh, on. it looks like somebody blew out his O-ring. <laughs> a cat rose. Oh, Brady, too far. There we Come go. On now. He's just been recently to those you paying attention. He's just been recently exposed to what a rosebud is. At least Scarring. visually, and it's changed him. Yeah, and every one of them. And good. Thank you to the law officer who said that you would change my story and uh, and help me uh, with this if, in fact, the turtle killers are put to justice uh, Italian style, street style. I'm not a fan of uh, that kind of stuff. I Think hate there's that. a good chance they're a listener? Mm, turtle killer? Levine. Uh, unfortunately, probably. Unfortunately, truck yeah. driver. We're, we're us. Well, we're can, big over there. Yeah. Can-I-X and us are if they're white. Mm. Uh, all the Mexican stations, if they're All right. Not. Let's blame Can-I-X then. No. I'm going to blame Bioline. I don't even know okay. if he's still there, but I'm going right. to go with that uh, La Fiesta station. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> Those are my lasers. He's not Sorry. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my brother got arrested last night. <laughs> Hola, como esta? He ran over a turtle. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, oh, hey, that's not cool, man. Boo. Sad lasers. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, you know, so long as law enforcement's in it with me and says they're here. Got people t- emailing and saying, man, I'm crying my eyes out. I just read that story because you talked about it. Said, uh, first off, that story about the tortoise broke my heart. I'm the same age as you, same love of animals. I live in Tennessee. I will pull over and move uh, a turtle that's sunning in the street so he can uh, live to sun another day. Doesn't get run over by a car. Second, uh, oh, yeah, he starts talking about something else. But, yeah, he's, if you're one of those animal lovers, you'll do that. Alex and I tracked down our neighborhood tortoise that got out of a neighbor's yard. I picked mine up. That I saw like it halfway down the, down the way. Got to be 10, 12 years ago. Jesus. Oh, Driving on 44th Street, about. and I'm like, what was that? I don't know. And pull over. It's a turtle on the side of the road, and I picked up that little desert tortoise, the tiny guy. 
Did your dogs get to that? No, he fell off a ledge oh. while we were home, and then the landscapers put him back on the ledge. The dogs got to our, but he's already he was already dead because he was upside down, and oh. that was the one where Megan called. Something's wrong with the turtle. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come home and make sure. I don't know if he's alive. And I came home, and he had no eyeballs. It was oh, a straight yeah. shot through. Oh. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a whistling. Sign. It's dead. It yeah, was a whistle. <laughs> See, <laughs> when you can <laughs> through its head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was a clue? Yeah, that and the fact that it's ah. crispy like a chip now. <laughs> Evidently, uh, beautiful little... I felt terrible, but... Our dogs got to Lily. I uh, got a little one for Kirby, and Lily was probably mm, two pounds at the time, and it got a piece of its undershell. Oh, boy. That's where I it goes right took it through. over to the Caliendo compound, and Lily's now oh, Lily 15 grew- pounds. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen Lily over there. I'm yeah, which house compound? A million times. Yeah. Really? Um... Because, uh, as I understand, he's, there's a couple more. You haven't really checked in on the, t- They've got the like, tortoise yeah. situation. Good follow-up. Because we've been there for a long <laughs> How many times have you and I gone over oh, to Frank's three years. For three solid years. Never <laughs> yeah. even mentioned a turtle. I get pictures of his new dog the, all the time. They're all over at the big yard and the compound and let him run around. He's selling that. Yeah, well. That's uh, dog's plural, by the way. Huh? Dog's the plural. He, they never get one. Oh, he got the, the St. Bernard a doodle. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Okay. St. Bernard a doodle? It's a, it's a, uh, yeah, it's adorable. That sounds like a weird combo. <laughs> it doesn't shed. It's hypoallergenic because it's dog. It doesn't? Dog. Yeah, they're oh, amazing. Man. He's beautiful. But it's, you know, look, I'm a shelter guy. I'm like, I don't think you should go these breeders. The, the hybrids are doodle crazy now because yeah. of the, uh, well, cause they the don't, no yeah, shed. The, well, the allergy thing. Yep. They're great. And they're amazing. But- there's so many of them in my pit doodle pens. is <laughs> yeah, pit doodle is a different looking animal. <laughs> it just looks like uh, it looks like all the the kids from uh, uh, Boys in the Hood's hair, and when they do the flashbacks to when they're kids, especially little Chris, and he's got that Jerry curl, a pit doodle would just have the weirdest curliest hair and just look tough. But yeah, I wouldn't want a pit doodle. But yeah, the doodle thing is, I just want there's so many animals in the shelter cages and stuff. It's just hard for me to deal with breeders, and I understand they're out there. But what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, so then on the news last night, I'm watching the turtle thing. I'm weeping. And then a story, uh, another one, but they brought me back. And, and I got to thank Channel 3 for this because they brought me home. They did a little weather thing after the tour. I, uh, and it was just a mess. And they come back and then they arrested a guy in Chandler. Now, this is the benefits of being a white guy. One of, one of the many. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, but uh, Chandler High School, 4.30 in the afternoon on May 17th couple of kids sitting out a place called wolf den i don't know what that is but it's the chandler wolf so i'm sure they got like a little they're sitting outside and they're looking over and they're like hey is that guy is that guy over there beating off sure enough from a distance like across the street black dude beating off black a doodle and because like it, it would look like i was just scratching my genitals like nobody would well, ever. You could identify. <laughs> the you parts could identify that were bidding, from across the road. Rubbed. So Barry Woods yeah, lost exactly. uh, lost brother. He's in an orange shirt, a Yankees hat, and he's just tossing it across the street from the school. And then he wanders across and goes in towards the locker room. Now, in his defense, it was four thirty. Those kids should have been home by now. <laughs> so technically, it's not really at. The it's school. an after school program. An after, yeah, it's definitely extracurricular. So you, but that's the thing as a black guy if you're exposed people know it like immediately and they found him like a week later they're like the one of the people at the school recognized him because he had the same yankee hat on it scarred people 
A black guy flashing his wing scars you. Because I can still, I could still, if I saw him identify the dude at the Cubs game that ran up behind me with his dick out, goes, look out now! Because he had to pee in that trough. <laughs> I, could, I could identify his face. The other night, the Clippers were playing. And they showed Sam Cassell, and I told that story last week. He's in a mask and a hat, and I'm like, there's Sam Cassell. I could, just by his eyes, because when I saw his penis, it registered forever. I will never forget him. Its eyes looked at you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, <laughs> then it rose up like, a, like it was one, one of those things out of a basket. Like there was a you know, charmer near it. But, uh, yeah, so that's the bad thing. So he does that. He's beaten off. And then he's in line at Subway, and the guy behind him goes uh, – I know who you are. <laughs> and he runs out to his car and takes off, and he sees that it's got the same front license plate, which was New York. I love New York or something on his front plate. So it's the same guy, and they've got pictures of him. Let me guess. Right. Foot long? <laughs> right. Let me, what you're going to get, the all-meat foot-long sandwich. On marble rye? How'd you know, man? I know who you are. But that's it. If you're a black guy and you want to expose yourself in public, white guys, we can do that all day. You'd never, I'd be, I'd be behind you in subway. Nobody'd ever know. All our peepees are the same. <laughs> They're all pink, about six and a half inches long tops. On a good day, you get a few rare ones, but those guys are living the dream. I could beat off in public and no one would notice. That's the best part. This dude decides to do it in a bright orange T-shirt, which he probably thought, and kids would just think he's a street worker or something. With my orange out there, nobody's going to think I'm beating off. I think I'm, I'm raking. So what happens with that? Oh, he's Does he raking. get a, uh, oh, a ticket or something? Because it's really, there are a well, right you get a In front of kids. <laughs> yeah, you get a summons. But you can't, I mean, even though you're being picked out and identified. Technically, he was uh, in front of children, and then, he, and then he went on to school grounds. So that's like, that amplifies everything. Are you looking for a loophole? You want yeah. to help him out? <laughs> yeah. You help him out a little bit? I'd like to say that I don't think that's so bad. <laughs> I think maybe that guy was just having a rough afternoon. 4.30. Wasn't me. I'm going to wander over Chandler Boulevard in front of the school and just pull this mammoth behemoth, that just beast out in the brightest orange shirt you can find and drive away in a car with personalized plates. No one will ever know. He wanted to get caught. There's nothing about that guy that wants to be free except for, you know, that one thing. That was, and then I start, so from tears to giggling, I'm like, come on, black guy. You know better. You do that at night if you're black. It's harder to see. <laughs> Is the Stupid. danger just that much of a thrill? Of like jerking the, what are you asking me for? What do I know? Uh, yes, I mean, I'll answer it. Well, I remember once playing uh, at Crisman Elementary, ironically. Yeah. And I was uh, shooting. I used to go there two hours a day, every day, whether there was a game or not, and just shoot baskets on that out, outdoor court out there. And I'm playing all day. And this, uh, I'm probably 15, 16, maybe 15. I wasn't driving yet. So this girl's on the swing, and she's about two years younger, maybe a year younger than me. And she's like kind of being super cute, telling me I'm good at basketball and like all this stuff. I'm like, all right. And for no reason at all, I get like super excited. Like this is something. Something's going on here. Like there's pheromones or whatever. It's hitting me, and I'm a teenager. So it's like she's digging my vibe. And I'm uh, – she told me I looked like the kid from uh, Deidre Hall and Wilford Brimley, Chad Allen. And I was like, I do? I remember that kid. She's like, you look like Chad Allen. I love him. I'm like, oh, you do, do you? So I've got my yeah, basketball he- shorts on. So I go, she leaves. And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle this. I didn't. I'm just showing off playing basketball. I'm dunking. I'm doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, uh, and so she's gone. And so I started, oh, to, I started to grab stuff, you know? 
I was the only one out there. You're inspired. I yeah, I was inspired. I was inspired to do a little, I was going to do a little Jackson Pollock treatment on the court I loved so much. And then I'm like, what are you doing? Like midway through, I'm like, what are you doing? You're, you're in public. Yeah, that's what that was. That was me. You could see where I could have <laughs> a little. You could see it a little You could see a little Chad Allen. A little Didn't he turn out to be a twink? Hey, come on. Because I looked a little bit like him as a kid. I mean, yes, he did. But that's beside the point. Does this mean Holmberg? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com <laughs> shut up Brandman <laughs> yeah well <laughs> this photo is look I don't want to be laughing at your- we're not the same guy just yeah. some teenage girl in your mind. Mind. you're like she's comparing me to- plus it was also a blur you know it was a it was a it was all over the there court you go, that's the one. yeah that's that was when Chad and I were clones of each other <laughs> you throw a little mullet on that and you got something and I think he had one for a while but yeah I I I was in that category probably the way Don Chad right. yeah at the, on a nine foot rim <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah. go crazy I was nine foot in it but yeah that's kind of me and uh but I was the Don Swayze to his Patrick did you say Swayze. the show was I think it was uh, well, it was Deidre Hall and uh, Wilford Brimley. Um, was it like our house our or something house. like I that? I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> good job. Well, something maybe. like that. But just because we looked alike as kids doesn't mean uh, we both grew up twinking. <laughs> I was just trying to tell you my story about how I kind of lost control for a second and started to tug in public and didn't realize I was really doing it. And I was on a school ground, but so you went was home. Right. You ran home. Oh, I, I yeah hightailed it back to the house when I realized, John, you're tugging it through your drawers because you got too excited about this sherry girl that's sitting right there in fact she might have been my age all of a sudden she's telling me i look like chad allen and i'm like all right this is a thing that's a go nobody had ever told me i look like a kid on tv before shannon doherty was i don't know she was in that yeah shannon doherty was the younger sister what year was that to 86 to 88 yeah so i was 14 that was right about it when he was hitting hard he was on posters and stuff I was Pre-twink his, days. I was his, yeah, well, before anybody knew. <laughs> Look, some girls, I always wonder that. I want to talk to girls who had uh, the posters of those kids. Because like, Glenn Scarpelli from One Day at a Time, I remember there was a girl at my, <laughs> my uh, elementary school in her house. Her room was just coated in posters of teen boys. And she was a big fan of Glenn Scarpelli. You remember him? He was the late yeah, edition. Was he to, Snyder's? He was, yeah, Snyder's like nephew. nephew and he yeah. shows up when the show jumped the shark and Valerie Burton, uh, what's her name, was uh, Phillips had left because she was so drugged out of her yeah. mind she couldn't be part of the Romano family anymore. And then Bertinelli put on a couple of pounds and people weren't sure what to think. So they bring in Scarpelli as the comic relief young boy. The show was terrible anyway. And then it turns out he's gay. But this girl had a wall dedicated to Scarpelli. Wow. And Chad Allen was in there and all this. Like, she liked all the future twins well, she of America. Picked she knows. <laughs> She's probably got a husband that's like, so when I go out with my friends, like, you realize your husband's gay, right? Monroe. Yeah, he's just like me. It's a Jim J. Bullock picture. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> Mr. Raj. He's the dreamiest. I'm like, you know he's, all right, I'm going to let you have it. She went old school with Paul Lynn, too, up there. She liked the goat. She had daddy issues yes. with gay guys. Maybe her. Oh, you know that would be great. Maybe her dad was a closeted homosexual. 
Oh. And that has, you see a lot of therapy in that. Anyway. But yeah, so this has nothing to do with Chad Allen or the fact that I was a poor man's Chad Allen. Uh, the fact that I tugged it in public once before, without even realizing I was kind of doing it. Nothing was exposed. But through the basketball shorts, I was going. This girl was all over it. I'm like, I am. I, and I was feeling like. Do you look back? Bad. I should have stopped hooping. What do you mean? I kept could've, playing through the bar. Could have gone out with Sherry that, that day, that afternoon. Did you you could have gone for a this, walk in the park. Yeah. Did you put it in the waistband? In the, in the, yeah, I tucked okay. it up into the yeah. waistband. Of course. Yeah, we've all that. done that. Oh, yeah. You tuck it up into the waistband yeah. and you make it so it doesn't stick out while you're running across the extension <laughs> road. <laughs> look get, out now. You get back to your house. Oh, I don't have that situation. <laughs> <laughs> that kid with a pencil in his pants is trying to cross the street. That wasn't me. That poor man's Chad Allen has half a heart on <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. Future twink of America, Chad Allen lookalike. I love it. That's a deep ball by Castellanos. He loves calling Castellanos home runs. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, but that guy. I, if you're a if you're a well endowed black man in a bright orange shirt and you're standing outside of Chandler High School tugging away, you want to get caught. You don't want to get caught. You do it in the darkness and you put your black shirt on and you hide. You don't just stand on Chandler Boulevard and do it. And evidently, he wasn't like an inebriated mess or like a homeless. or He was just a dude who decided he was going to start yanking it right there on Chandler Boulevard. In a way, I can relate. Maybe Sherry was telling him he looked like uh, Black Chad Allen, and it got him excited. <clears throat> By the way, have you uh, during the Suns game, did you notice that uh, the African-American version of you does the on-court stuff? Well, they go, let's go down. I don't know who's doing it, but it's you. Because they're like, let's go down and talk to uh, blah, 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 who's uh, on the court right now talking to the coach. All right. Um, uh, <clears throat> th- thank you. And then he turned to coach, uh, what do you, um, where's the, uh, uh, seemed like you had an uh, um, urgency. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Black Brady doing the interview. <laughs> he, like, froze. TNT or locally? TNT. Okay. You're saying I'd freeze? I'm not saying he froze. I'm just saying there wasn't a whole lot of fluidity to his sentences. I was, that ain't me. No, no, it isn't at all. <laughs> Watch tonight when the Suns play the Nuggets, and uh, the guy on the court, you're like, is he stro- is he stroking out a little bit? Or and then they did it once, and I'm like, oh, he just had a rough break. And then the next two or three, I'm like, he's just bad at this. Let's go down to two chunks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> two chunks. What's up? What's up? What's up, player? Talking to Suns head coach Montreal Williams. Monty. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You guys, points? Monzilla. Did you have points? Uh, <laughs> halftime? Yeah, we had a halftime, and I talked to the team. Uh, is that all? Yeah, I like your shoes. <laughs> the guy was just really weird about it. I was like, that's what Brady would do if we put him down there. <laughs> Brady, go talk to the uh, athletes. All right. What's up? What's up, player? What you wearing, player? Yeah, you'd have gone a different route. <laughs> If, like, ask him what they talked about at halftime. What did you guys um talk about at halftime? What was the half halftime talk about? What did you do? We'll be right back. What, did you just throw it to break? Yeah. I don't know what to do. We're not ready for break. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm having a good time. I hope you are. Yeah, we're we, all right, Brady. We have five. But tonight, Suns Nuggets again. And you can watch that annoying little Argentinian. I have a feeling tonight's going to be a different story unless the Suns are just shooting lights out again. Uh, that Nuggets team's going to come out gangbusters, and they keep talking about how they're going to use the Joker differently. It's in Denver tonight. No, it's here. Oh, it's here. Okay, tonight. Are you is, going? Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking about. Right. Uh, I think I'll probably go. Oh, great story about that. 
Hopkins calls me yesterday. TV sensation Doug Hopkins. He goes, you got tickets for Wednesday? I'm like, not yet, but I do have somebody that asked me if I wanted to go. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, Chris Haynes. That's Black Brady? That's Black Brady. The way he talks. It was like his sentences were incomplete. I'm like, I know that guy. Uh, so uh, Hopkins, Hopkins calls. <laughs> this is so great. So great. And he says, uh, he goes, I got to, I got to. And he said, if you don't have tickets, I got you covered. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, all right, well, then that's it. And he goes, um, he goes I got him from Molly. So we're good. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. He goes, your sales lady. And I'm like, that's not our, I don't know who you're talking about. He goes, oops, that's uh, Beth's. Beth's girl, you can't go. You can't go. And I'm like, why can't I have those? Wouldn't that be great if KZ gave Doug tickets and he gave he them to take me? He he wants. He doesn't take me. That would be the better part. He'd just give them to me, and then I'd be up in the KEZ suite going, how you doing? Got him from Hopkins. Thanks for the night. Wait a minute. He gave them to you, you jackass? Hey, is Beth around? I need to use the men's room. <laughs> Look out now. Look out now. Here comes Beth. I saw you in the news the other night out at Chandler High, Beth. Nice job. <laughs> But yeah, I was dying because he, he was trying to give me tickets. I'm like, that's not us. We didn't give you those. Goes, Oops, never mind. You can't go. And I'm like, God damn it, Hopkins. Beth CB'd you through Hopkins. Yeah, huh? through Hopkins. That's their little plan. I think Hopkins and Beth are secretly kind of in love. And then there was a little CB there. <laughs> She'll Son be in the it. apartment tonight. She'll, yeah, I hope so. That'd be great. Oh. I'm going to go pregame if I have tickets or not. I'll go down to the apartment. We expect selfies if that, if oh, that shows yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Beth and I are in there together. I'm getting plastered. But there he is. There's Black Brady. Chris Haynes. The Clippers have yet to have their full roster here for the restart. Montrez Harrell this has been away good. for three weeks. He has been attending to his family where his grandmother, a beautiful woman who was a mother figure to him, recently passed away. I was told she would be laid to rest on Saturday. And he's well, this is uplifting sideline reporting. Yeah, no kidding. Sources say he has been tested daily with negative results. So Harold could be available for the Clippers next week after a four-day quarantine period. Yeah, see how the sentences break up and he pauses the wrong side. Very smooth like me. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I think you might be better than that. (laughs) But I wouldn't, like, put you in that position because that's not your strength. I'm not sure what that would be. But I'm just saying. I'm (laughs) certainly not going to go, hey, Brady, uh, articulate, pontificate on the the coach's... Red ropes! (laughs) Mom's dead, and then they're going to bury her on top. Oh, man. You know that's what would happen. Brady Bogan on the sidelines. Yeah, Brady, talk about Doc Rivers and uh, his. His mom's out. dead. She, yeah, um, and they're gonna bury her on Friday. He's having a go of it. And then you throw in a Brady joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know any mom dead Brady jokes <laughs> yeah. would have to write for me. <laughs> yeah, it's really stiff right and, now. Yep. Yeah. She says, he's, he says the team's playing stiff. I'm like his mom and she's gonna be oh. Tuesday night. They're putting her. Now in that's sideline reporting right her there. In the ground on Tuesday, so. Uh, she's an earthworm. Marv? Great job, Brady, talking about death as only Brady can. He's just dying to get in there, just like people <laughs> in cemeteries. He's, um... Yeah. Yeah, Scott, uh, Scott Haynes says Chris Haynes is absolutely terrible. I don't think he's terrible. I find him to be quite entertaining. It just sounds like he's reading something. He's not real comfortable. And he has these weird pauses, like in the middle of a sentence, like, what? Oh, he's not done yet. And then his mom, who is dead, she's going to be buried. I'm like, oh, my God. Way to <laughs> break the to news, later. Chris. Mom's still dead. And we're in fourth quarter. Doc Rivers still dealing with the death of his mother. That has not um, <clears throat> gotten any better. 
It's not going to. Stop talking about it. Coming out of the half. He's over his dead mother yeah, now, no. and they're playing much better. I just talked to Coach Rivers. He had actually forgotten for a little while that his mother was of no, no longer. She ceases to be, you see. <laughs> uh, her hospice nurse is here in the seats that she would have been in, and Doc is dealing with that uh, as the Clippers have fallen behind by 17. He has asked me to uh, stop bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, I struggled with him, but I started laughing pretty good about it. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats right now? All right, the uh, wake-up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Going to be hitting the trails. Got to hit up Josh and the boys. They're going to take care of you. All the accessories you can handle, as well as if you need to replace that old crappy bike that you got, they will handle it. Or if you need to re- or repair it, they got you covered. Action Ride Shop on Facebook as well as on Instagram. And uh, Metallica up there, Pantera, Ghost. Decapitated, Snot. yes. I've yes. been waiting yeah. for an appearance. <laughs> Decapitated. Turbo Negro making an appearance again. That's a band? Turbo Negro, I yeah. I remember. I tried to black it out. Uh, Mudvayne, the Turtles, happy together. Oh. Uh, Vanilla Ice, of course, Ninja Rap was going to come through. Uh, Machine Head, Pearl Jam, Agnostic Front, and Metallica again. All right. Well... I mean, for the guy who did the turtle damage, and now that I've got the police willing to lie for me, at least one. We also had die MF or die on text. I don't know if this guy who emailed in and said, look, as a law enforcement officer, we will, we, like, he's speaking for all. Yeah. It's it's like Jerry Williams, the chief of police, is basically in on the, we got your back, John, for calling for the death of, if you know this guy, you can throat punch him. You can trach him. Mind with that. And if you got the guy who's hurt, kitten. Don't hurt kitten. I don't know how. That's how people talk now. They don't say kitten anymore. But kitten, don't you hurt that kitten. Precious. God loves that kitten. Um, yeah, don't hurt cats. Don't hurt dogs. And good God, don't just don't hurt animals. Terrible people. So I don't know which one to go with. Now, five minutes alone seems appropriate, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I think that's what we're talking about here. And Toledo looking snazzy today. He's got a little collar yeah. shirt on. Stepping up his game. You got a meeting or something we don't know about. Got a job interview? I mean, he won't get it. I'm not even worried if he does. I, I encourage it. <laughs> Just make him appreciate keeping this one. You got a job interview. Beth wants to pull me over. All right, go ahead. <laughs> About halfway through that, you're going to realize you're not getting it. He does look nice, though. He looks clean. He's ironed. You guys know something? A little side action. Yeah, something right. going on. We never look nice t- together. <laughs> Where are you going? Why are you all dressed up? You got something going on? Full disclosure? Huh? Full disclosure? Yeah. It dropped about 14 pounds, so I've, I don't feel like a grape in my shirts anymore. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a lovely thing. So you're starting to you're starting to care about yourself yeah, a little, little bit. bit. You're showing it off. Yeah, a little bit. You're dumping got a whole section of shirts I can wear again. So it's you just broke out the shirts. that That's why it looks so crisp and new. It's because exactly. it hasn't touched them. Exactly right. In about a year. <laughs> well, it shows. See, I noticed. Thank this is you. what women Good. say that we don't ever say. Look, you got a new haircut and your clothes look nice. This is what they say we never do for them. Yep. Well, congratulations to Toledo. Did John Lovitz get to you or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was before that, but yeah. yeah. All right. Down 14. How long have you been at it? Uh, three weeks. No kidding. Yeah. Good on you. What are you doing? Cranking. The intermittent fasting, Brett. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I'm 16 hours on I'm or whatever basically done eating at three. Yeah. You just don't eat at night. Yep. I mean, as long as you're taking care of yourself while you eat. Yeah, and I'm not eating a bunch of crap right. when I do eat. But yeah, good for you. 
you know, makes it a little awkward for somebody in the room. It's fine. You look good. Yeah. <laughs> Brady, wouldn't you want to wear his clothes? I fast. <laughs> huh? I fast eight hours every uh hey, when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I was also in the danger zone for uh, uh, high blood pressure, so I wanted to back that off. Technically, Brady is in the mm-hmm. uh, intermittent fasting because yeah. <laughs> he sleeps from about? until four. I'm going to go. He doesn't call it sleeping. I'm going to go fast for a few hours. <laughs> fasting. I don't know how I'm going to make it out of this. Deep, Nine hours. Deep fasting. <laughs> it's comatose fasting. Yeah. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Toledo. It shows. Thanks. You look clean like you should have a better job. That's what I was nervous <laughs> I about. about that. He I looks, still got the cargo he shorts. He terrible. Well, hey, the cargo shorts have to go, but I wouldn't wear that to a job interview, but this is nice. Good for you. You don't look like a chubby lesbian anymore. You're a man again. <laughs> Uh, let's do it. It's Pantera. Five minutes alone, because uh, I've got the backing of the police. So I think that covers all of us. Yep. It's the purge. All right. Turtle killers. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.